What is up, you wonderful, beautiful people of the world? This is Ashley Campbell with Daily Encouragement. By the time you guys hear this episode, it will be Thursday, February 16th, 2023. The final episode of a little mini-series I've done for you guys. Uh, we've been in the book of Jeremiah, just talking about a variety of things. And today, I just want to finish it off. I guess it's a little on the heavier side, but it needs to be said, is have you brought this upon yourself? And uh, I think it's important because God brings it up and... Uh, Let's just talk about it. But before we do, you guys, let's go ahead and pray. And then let's uh, get, get into some scriptures in Jeremiah that got my attention. So, Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you that you've given us a new spirit because of what you've done and you've redeemed us. We have a new spirit now, a new heart, and we're a new creation. And that we would allow you, Lord, to recreate us from the inside out. That we would surrender any perspectives, any hurt, at all anything that tries to separate us from you lord that we would give you those things lord let us be courageous enough to ask you if there's aspects of our lives god that we've created our own disaster because we part from you or we were ignorant of your knowledge any of those things god i pray you'd bring it to light today lord we want to fully experience all that you have for us and we sure the heck don't want to bring it upon ourselves just from our own ignorance of you and and uh, forsaking you, Lord, and those kinds of things. So I just pray that we will be diligent, Lord, to eat your flesh and drink your blood, that we will live by your words and accept the forgiveness you have come to give to us, God. So I love you, Lord. I pray you guide this conversation. Thank you for your love and your faithfulness. And uh, I just pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. All right, you guys. So I just wanted to share something that stuck out to me this morning when I was uh, rereading through Jeremiah. Um, I think I made it all the way up through chapter nine. Looks like I got through 10. So I'll be starting 11 tomorrow. How many chapters are in Jeremiah? Let's just go ahead and check it out. Jeremiah is a big book, you guys. It looks like there is 52 chapters in Jeremiah. You guys, I encourage you to read it. You know, it really kind of just gives you God's heart as far as how much he is grieved and it hurts him when his people turn their back. You guys know the pain of betrayal. You know, I've been working on a new book and I was kind of talking about, you know, my experiences. I'm going to be, I'm writing a new book right now and it's going to be talking about my spiritual life and my spiritual background, how I came to know the Lord, different experiences I've had. You know, my, my, my spiritual background in, in regards to, you know, the bondage I was in, you know, you guys know a spirit. I talk about this all the time, your thoughts, your emotions, and your will. And so, you know, just talking about the dynamics I was in, you know, in my relationships, my relationships who were helping me grow in the Lord, what happened with some of those relationships, how those dynamics impacted me, and then how God got me free. And so uh, I'm working on that right now, you guys. And I was thinking about, you know, just the hurt and betrayal I felt when the very people that I'd spent almost a decade of my life with had all of a sudden turned on me. And, you know, that hurt me more than the death of my own parents. When you really love somebody and you've invested yourself 100% and then things happen, it's like, you're so struck. It's like, how did this happen? When you can, when, you know, because most of the time, you know, we think about what we're doing in the relationship, our faithfulness, our commitment. And 
naturally we think that that person is responding to that in the way that they, I guess you could say should, you know, I guess what I'm saying is like when someone loves you and is faithful and is, 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 is cares and all this kind of stuff, it's like there should be a response on the other side to that. And my natural assumption is it would be a positive response, but it's not always that way. People don't see us the way we think they see us at times. And anyway, I just was talking about the pain of my own betrayal. And, you know, God talks about his, the pain of his betrayal from his own people. You know, it's like, I delivered you. I was there for you. I did these things. And it's like, you act like I'm not there. And that hurts, that hurts the heart of God. And the fact that we feel those things too, it's like we are made in his image, you know? And so anyway, it's always funny how a lot of times you hear people talk about, okay, why is God allowing this? And why are these things happening? Right. As if like God's just up there, you know, master puppet, puppet master, you know, pulling all the strings. And then, you know, you look over here at Jeremiah too, and he, God's asking some questions. He's, he's saying, is Israel a servant? Is he a homeborn slave? Why is he plundered? I thought that was kind of interesting. Then it goes on in verse 17. Have you not brought this on yourself? And that you have forsaken the Lord your God when he led you in the way? It's like God's like, I've only put you on good places and good paths. You chose to get off that path. You know? God's like, I brought you out of Egypt. I brought you into a new land. I brought you into the wilderness for the sake of teaching you to live by my words alone. Man doesn't live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from him, from him. So he leads them out of Egypt into the wilderness to teach them to live by his words and his voice, because now they're about to go in the promised land. There's going to be giants out there. There's going to be battles. There's going to be things outside of them. And if they don't unlearn the pattern they were in of taking orders from the people outside of them, per se, they're going to cave when they get into the new season. It's like, wow. Lord, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord, to appreciate where you have us right now in the season that we're in to what you're teaching us. So when we get to the next season, we can be prepared and we can win and we can be victorious. Lord, help us to live from the inside out. You guys, that is where the Holy Spirit is. It's in your heart. God reveals himself to you through your thoughts. You have to give yourself enough space to be quiet and listen. God, what are your thoughts for me? Sometimes God's thoughts for you are not your thoughts. And that's why it's hard sometimes to discern it because we think that God's like us. You guys get what I mean? Like he's so relatable in that way. You can get comfortable even sometimes with your ways of thinking that are, how can you say this? It's like, you go through things in your life and you get accustomed to a way of thinking about things or you you know things about God. Let's just say, you know, God says you reap what you sow. And then, so you start applying what he says to how you think he means it in your life. And sometimes the way that we apply God's word in our life, what he, he means is not what we mean. And that's why it's important that we say, Lord, what do you mean? And help me to surrender what I think things mean. Cause sometimes you guys, the way that we see things is not the way it is. And so anyway, let's move on here. He goes, your own wickedness will correct you and your backsliding will rebuke you. That's the hope, right? You know, isn't that the hope that if somebody chooses to go on the wrong path, that the result of that would bring them back to the good. I mean, that is really built in autocorrect. 
But you know, isn't it funny how sometimes people just don't learn? And that's what the Lord keeps saying over and over and over and over again about his people. He's like, you're unrefined silver. You won't take correction. And here's the other thing, though. Let's go over here to chapter three. I, I guess I got to leave it on a little bit lighter note because this is the heart of God. He goes, return backsliding Israel, says the Lord. I will not cause my anger to fall on you, for I'm merciful, says the Lord. I will remain, I will not remain angry forever. Only acknowledge your iniquity that you've transgressed against the Lord your God. It's like, wow. Return, O backsliding children, for I'm married to you, and I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Wow. Jesus Christ is that shepherd that he has sent to give us the knowledge and understanding that we need. Jesus already said, as sheep hear his voice, he leads his sheep into green pastures. Lord, help us to accept that. Help us to know that's what you do and not live by the seasons we've been accustomed to, lifestyles that we've you know, had for a long time. Maybe you grew up in lack like I did. So you're like kind of accustomed to it or you expect that or whatever. Anyway, the point is, is the Lord is a shepherd and he will give us understanding. You guys know that's what's going to cause you to bear fruit. We talked about that in another podcast. Knowledge and understanding. It says if you want to bear fruit, you need understanding. Ask the Lord to give you understanding in the context of your life and your relationship with him. Anything going on in your life that's bringing you about confusion, ask him to give you understanding. Lord, where? what do I need to do? What do I need to remove from my life? What do I need to add into my life? You know, maybe there's relationships. Maybe there's people, you know, circumstances that suck the life out of you. You know, you have a conversation with them and it's just not life-giving. You leave there feeling burdened and stressed and overwhelmed and unsettled. No peace. You know, those are indicators. Lord, give us understanding of what we need to do. Where do we need healing in our life? You know, where are we out of control? So, you guys, it's just amazing how God reminds us that our own backsliding, our own wickedness, will bring upon things upon ourselves that we don't like. And at the same time, God is always saying, return to me. Return you backsliding children and I will heal your backslidings. God wants to heal your backslidings. If we have the courage to acknowledge our iniquity and that we've transgressed against him. How do you transgress against God? Well, number one, we got to always check ourselves. Whose knowledge are we living by? Are we living by the knowledge of God, his revelation, his insight, or are we living on our own apart from him? If there's any area of your life where you know you're not surrendered to God, Get that underneath him quickly and constantly bring it back to him. Taking his forgiveness, taking his words every single day. That's why, that's the function of, of the blood. That's the function of his flesh and blood coming in, you know, sacrificing himself for that. He even told his disciples, unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me. It's a daily practice, you guys, every day, every moment. So you guys feast on that. Acknowledge areas of your life where you know that you have allowed your thoughts to turn on God. You're not living in the revelation he's given you. And you guys, I'm preaching to myself. I got to remember these things too. I'm not just saying it to you guys. These are things that I strive to live by every day in my relationship with the Lord. You know, I want to go the places he wants me to go. And I understand that it's going to take that discipline that he gives us in our minds, you know, to think new thoughts, the th new thoughts he gives us and to literally put those into practice. And acknowledge the parts where it's hard. We don't have to do this alone, you guys. You're not you're not by yourselves. You can bring your burdens to him in the areas you know you struggle. And he says he'll heal you. That's why he's come. So anyway, you guys, that was all I have for you. Make sure to read Jeremiah. You know, check out that book, you guys. Um, 
you know, it's not all doom and gloom. It's just, it helps us understand. And that way, when you've got the Christian Christmas crusaders of the world and anybody who's out there who wants to try to beat you over the head with the word of God, you can understand the scripture sometimes they use in the fullest context. Because if you don't know the context, you guys are going to jump on the bandwagon and we don't have time to sit there and call people names and, and make all these kind of accusations when it's like, okay, Lord, what are you getting at here? What can I learn from this and how can I apply this? Period. You know, that's it. Lord, let your word come to pass in my life. Let me be a living conduit for that. And, you know, so Lord, expose areas and heal areas and let me walk in the fullness of what you said. Let me be a living representation of your words. Because that's what he wants. Anyway, you guys, thank you guys for all your support on the podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for all the sponsorships. Um, you guys be sure to check out my page, Daily Encouragement with Ashley Campbell, where I go live on Fridays about 9.15 Central Standard Time. I live out here in the United States, you guys. If you live in another country, I don't know the time differences. But you guys can always catch the replay. And uh, I hope you guys are encouraged by that. Um, you guys, be sure to go purchase my book. It is out in the world. Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can go to brick and mortar buildings or you can get it online. I think it's Walmart, Amazon, Barnes & Noble and all the other places. And you guys, be sure to, you know, drop a testimony. How is it helping you? You know, um, give me your feedback on the book. I would love to hear it, you guys. So uh, anyway, thank you guys for all your support on that. You know, and uh, I will talk to you guys next time.